Hello everyone, this is Donovan LaCroxy. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Hip Hop, Let's Talk R&B, Let's Talk What's Going On in the Community. And debuting with me, I've got recording artist Lee. How you doing? Good, good, good. What's good, everybody? How you doing? Everything good? I know You know how long I've wanted you on this show, Lee? A long <laughs> A long time, eh? <laughs> a long time for real. I know, I know. And then you said you were sick. You had a performance today. But Lee, do you want to introduce yourself, who you are, to the listeners in case they don't know anything about Lee? Yes, sir. So I'm born and raised Toronto, Toronto artist. And um, I've been recording music for a while now. And I go by the name Lee. And some people call me L-E-E. Um... I specialize in like R and B, kind of urbanized dancehall slash alternative slash pop. So I'm trying to do a whole versatile thing here. But yeah, this is about my second year recording and making music. And yeah, okay. it's Okay, okay, okay. But in case listeners ask Lee, why do you just say Lee? Why not? Spike Lee, well, not Spike Lee, or Murphy Lee, or you know what I'm saying, a name attached with the Lee. What do you say to those people that say, I wish it was, like, something longer than just Lee? Well, I I got it because of uh, my grandpa. We used to call him Mr. Lee. Mm -hmm. And it's also, it's like my last name. Mm -hmm. So, um, we used to call him Mr. Lee. It's like the name. I'm like, that sounds like, that sounds pretty nice, though. <laughs> so... <laughs> I took the name and I'm like, I try to change it around by making it like L-E-E -E, instead of just like Lee. But I feel like regardless, people just read it as Lee more times. Mm -hmm. So it's like either or, you can call me either or. But yeah, that's the name I stuck with. And um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, listeners, it's <laughs> Lee. So get used to it. He's good. He's good. Okay. So Lee, I know I introduced you as a recording artist, right? So you yeah. do hip hop, you do R&B, you do dance hall. And Lee, you know there's a single I like by you, Why Does It Hurt? I like it, yes, but yes. mostly, okay, you mostly like to explore your dance hall roots. Because, okay, listeners, I'll tell you a story. Lee came to visit me before we had the COVID-19 outbreaks all across the world. He came to the studio at the radio station where I worked at. We talked. But Lee is so interested in the dance hall. The dance hall, the yeah, dance yeah. hall, the dance yeah. hall. And okay, listeners, when you have a Jamaican background, like me, I have a Jamaican and a St. Saint Lucian background, but Lee also has a Jamaican background. That's just in your blood, Lee. Why is that just in our blood? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is just in our blood. So if you want to tell the listeners of why you're so inspired by dance hall, more than R&B. I feel like I just, I grew up um, listening to all the dance albums, but mostly reggae, I'd say. Mm -hmm. I grew up listening to reggae, and I used to play it a lot. Mm -hmm. And it was just always a common music in our household. That's all, and R&B, because my mom used to listen to like, various R&B artists, like the R&B, Destiny's Child, um, Monica, mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, there's like a lot, there's a lot of like involving the dance on the whole culture and like the journey of my family is Jamaican. Mm -hmm. Basically, all of us are kind of being Jamaican in a sense. And it's always been about, you know, the Jamaican roots and everything. So let's get used to 
about me and all this in my blood, you know. So I feel like my music, it, it just, like, since I'm making more dance songs, it's kind of like, it's just natural. So it's a natural thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a natural thing. You hear people? <laughs> it's a natural thing. And that's not coming out of Lee's blood. That ain't coming out of your blood anytime soon, eh, Lee? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. Do you want to talk about the, okay, some of the singles that you have? And then I'm going to ask you, why does it hurt? Which I love. I love your dance hall style, Lee. Don't think I don't like it. But just talk about some of the singles that might be dance hall elements in case there are listeners that feel like they want to wine and dine. <laughs> right. Um, there is this one, one song called Wild One. And that song is like like a turn-up song, you know, like a party kind of song. And um, I wrote that song when I was like, I was kind of like turning myself a little bit drunk, a little bit smith. And... I came up with the song and I released it probably a, a month ago. And honestly, I got like good reviews on the song. I kind of made, like, it's not, I wasn't speaking too much Pato. I have to make it international so people want, like understand what I'm trying to say. So I released that one and I released another song called um, Give Up. And that song, I say it's more of an R&B vibe, but the beat is more upbeat, like a dancehall beat. And, um, I feel like that song kind of correlates with the Why Does It Hurt song, in a sense, because it's talking about more like a, a breakup and uh, being brokenhearted and kind of just expressing that through um, a torn way and kind of just saying I'm over it. I'm over the relationship. I'm over that person. I'm over here. And, yeah, so through the vibe, you know, both of them are a little bit upbeat, so if you want to go, why not give me a slide? You can go listen to both. Um, <laughs> And, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, Lee, you know I love Why Does It Hurt. I know you were saying it's a correlation with your other single, right? So do you want to yeah. tell us why does it hurt? Okay, because to me, I felt like it was like your Lloyd vibe, your Omarion vibe. I felt like mm-hmm. you were going there. What do you say to that? Yeah, around there, like a bison. <laughs> <laughs> but do you yeah, like, you, you, don't, you don't strike me as, what do you call it, getting vulnerable in your music. So what do you say to listeners that might be surprised that you're that vulnerable, talking about heartache and pain? Mm. I guess I feel like um majority of my songs that I haven't released yet in the R&D vibe is, is like all in that kind of like topic. It's all about motion. And I feel like when I sit down as a writer, I'm always like writing about experience and feelings. And sometimes like it takes an event, like heartbreak for me to even come up with some good songs, just needing to sit down and write a song. So I feel like a lot of my songs is um, based on relationships and and um, situations and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No shade at no girls that you broke up with, right, Lee? Well, you never okay, but would you write about say I'm not saying you call out people's names, but let's say mm. would you write let's say if you dated a girl named Sandra and you guys used to date, right? Would you write yeah. about her saying, Yo, this girl did me dirty? I hope somebody gives you your karma back. Would you sing songs like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah. Yeah, well, I feel like, 
I feel like Taylor Swift sometimes because I feel like you know when I have to write about my experiences. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna mention your name, but it's all gonna be subliminal. Mm-hmm. But I have to, like, I have to write, man. So if you might like, I'll write about you. Do <laughs> <laughs> <In> my notes. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm definitely that transition. Okay, okay. But what if Sandra comes back and she writes a song saying? Na 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 na. It's not the way how he said it was. Like, do you respond well to diss tracks or clapbacks? Um. Well, my whole general energy doesn't involve that. So I feel like if someone's to clap back, I'm like go at go at it, and that's like a big opportunity. Jake want to clap back at me, I'm gonna make a whole song because <laughs> like that can get me on the map. But I'm not into no politics or any of that. I just make music. And it's not meant to offend anybody, so if she wants to come with this track, I guess mm-hmm. that's her personal way of expressing herself. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that's as far as going to go for me. Mm-hmm. Well, just as long, like you said, you leave the mama and you leave the dada out of the music, right? Right, 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 yeah. for sure. Because you don't come after, yeah, and after you come after, especially as a Jamaican background, right? Anytime right. you talk about the family, it's over. Right. <laughs> We're coming hard in that studio. We'll rip you down. I'm telling you. <laughs> so, Lee, when am I going to get my project? Like, okay, you release a lot of singles, right? You're a singles guy. You release a lot of singles. Do you ever wonder? Okay, what am I, what I'm asking is, are your fans, like, asking, when am I going to get my project? When am I going to get my project, my, my full EP or my full album? So, because of the whole um, COVID situation, uh, last year I should do a lot of things and ended up doing it. Because mm-hmm. um, it just slowed down the process. A lot of the recording places weren't open, so I couldn't really go. And then I found somebody. Mm-hmm. So then that's when I started like, kickstarting and recording more. And um, I do have an EP that was planned to be released Sometimes it was supposed to be released um, in the summertime, but um, again, the COVID made it a little bit slow paced, so I had to push it back. But it gave me more time to write and come with more creative ideas with videos and visuals and whatever. But the way it's looking right now, I'm looking to release uh, my EP in about March and April. It's a little bit warmer just because of the whole vibe of it. It's still like the dance hall thing, and I have like. You know, two songs that are, you know, more dedicated to summer. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to release it in the summertime and also do a music video and just have full promo and then just drop the EP and just, you know, mm-hmm. I want to do everything and have everything like organized and intact. I want to have a video. I want to have everything just perfect. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking for like in the springtime to have an EP that's coming out and it's going to be dance oriented and it's going to be four songs on it. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking of it might be five songs or a song I might add that I already released, but so now it's four songs and four dance hall songs upbeat type thing. We're all different kind of songs mm-hmm. when it comes to like um, the meaning or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, if listeners don't know, Lee likes to, you know, chill, buzz a little bit, you know, chill and buzz. So that's going to be in the music, right, Lee? You're going to smoke your little spliff, you know, do your little thing, right? Maybe, maybe I, I actually quit smoking for it. It's been like a month and a half. Oh, sorry. 
<laughs> you didn't tell me that, Lee. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, you, you could have got mad at me saying, what? Well, I don't do that no more. <laughs> but that's good. No, no. That's good. But sometimes, okay. And listeners listening and Lee, you know, just because you smoke weed or, you know, you know, blaze a little bit, that doesn't mean you're a bad person. Some people just want to chill no, and smoke not. weed. Definitely not. I know my, my grandma thinks differently because she's like, oh my God, you're a criminal. What do you think? But <laughs> I, personally, yeah, it doesn't make you a bad person at all. Mm -hmm. I feel like some people have a wrong representation on people that smoke weed. Because, mm -hmm. you know, you described me as a weed smoker. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't want to be described as that. Mm -hmm. um, you know? Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. And like I said, I'm not describing you. But if people want to hear that in your music and they're kind of now that you yeah. say you've quit that, would you still talk about it or now you're straying away from talking about smoking a spliff? No, honestly, because a lot, like, a lot of songs I'm talking about that. So I feel like that's <laughs> going to keep popping up and stuff. So mm -hmm. even my music video, like, because I'm quitting for now until I can smoke occasionally because I smoke every day type of thing. Mm -hmm. So, I definitely think my music video is going to have, you know, me billing and change. Mm -hmm. uh, because even the vibe is all party vibe. And I'm going to be with my brothers, you know, it just it'll set the tone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm glad you're coming out with four. Okay, so you're coming out with four or five all dancehall songs. So, this is what I'm saying about you. You're more into the dancehall, Lee. But let's say if you have listeners that say, so why go and do R&B, then why not call yourself a dancehall artist and just box you in? What do you say to those listeners listening now? Because they might say, well, I don't see no R&B or hip-hop to you. Uh, um, I feel like the reason, like, the reason why I did dancehall, for the most part, is because I like to listen to it. But, like, originally, all the songs are from the core, from when I just started music until now, was just R&B, 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 R&B. Like, all I created was R&B. Mm -hmm. But I realized that, um, like, I want to, like, put it both together mm -hmm. kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I just recently, I've been on a vibe. Like, for the last year, I've been on a vibe where I'm trying to create music that I would listen to, that I want to play back and be on a vibe with. Um, and I've been listening to more dance off for the past year, too. Okay, my child's crying, and he was. But you love it. But you love it, Lee. You love it. So would you do, okay, so now this coming up March, April. So what about next? Would after that, would you do a R&B, more R&B, like another R&B EP? Or would you do an R&B and hip-hop album next? So I'm, I'm actually trying, I already have my, um, my R&B like, EP planned. I really have all the demos, like everything kind of pre-recorded that I'm going to re-recorded type of thing. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm definitely doing an R&B album. Or not an album, not an album but an mm -hmm. R&B um, EP, mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to postpone it, because I was supposed to be my first, like, debut was supposed to be, like, an R&B EP called Interludes. Mm -hmm. And it was just, like, going to be a bunch of short songs. Mm -hmm. Like a bunch of like one minute, 30, 30 second songs, two minute, 30 second songs. Mm -hmm. But then, like, I just took a shift in ideas. And on top of that, I feel like the more mainstream, like Jake at the time, mm -hmm. he bringing in a dance song vibe, Rihanna, I was gonna bring in a dance song vibe now. So it's like international, even just people like Justin Bieber. Mm -hmm. 
He has like the um the beat, the up tap, like the up beat, even the reggaeton, like they have the up tap, like the up beat, everything. Oh, so is it too late now to say sorry? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> even on, even right sorry, now. it's too late now to say sorry. <laughs> like on that song, kind of a I love that song. I love that song. But yeah, that's the style you work with. Okay, so if Drake and Rihanna do it, they get praise for it. But Lee, let's say, why is it that people went? Like, your fans don't like growing with you. What do you say to fans that, again, they only want one way or the highway? Like, my way or the highway. Do you take that from your fans saying, only do R&B, only do hip-hop, or else I'm not listening to you? What do you tell them? Stop listening. Because <laughs> I'm not, not going to box myself. Like, this is art. And art, you have to you learn, you expand. Mm-hmm. And it's about creating new things and trying new things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think as far as I just have to get new listeners. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, and you don't want to listen to my dance song, then, you know, but you should you should love my R&B, though. But <laughs> if you don't want to wait, <laughs> you don't want to wait, then it's all good, man. It's all good. But you should have seen me soon. Sooner or later, you'll be like, oh, shit. <laughs> so this is actually, <laughs> this is actually a banger. Yes, but Lee, they're afraid to open their mind. And of course, like some and American listeners out there. But you know what, Lee? They are liking Popcon. How come they're liking Popcon? Twist and Turn with featuring Drake. You love that song, right? Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. yeah. They're loving that. But how come they can just, you know, adapt to dancehall? And Afrobeat is coming into where it's taking over too. So... Listeners out there that only want hip-hop and r and I'm sad to say, this whole fusion now with dance hall and rap mixed in together, it's, it's amazing because and if you don't like to be open-minded in music, listeners, well, as Lee says, don't listen, right? Yeah. Don't listen or go find somebody else that'll give you, you know, the same old, same old. Do you like to do the same old, same old? No, I know, Lee. But in case, listeners might ask, well, do you like to be the same old, same old? No, no, never, never. I start to not be. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I like to switch it up. I feel like even, um, even just me doing dance right now, like, I have to go on a whole, like, R&B courage and start writing more R&B songs. Mm -hmm. But I just can't, I have to keep moving, doing different things, like, the way I look, I get bored of certain things, and I have to just keep doing new things, new things, new things like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Lee, when do yeah. you see yourself on the, the Billboard charts? Let's make a goal for you. When do you see, like, next year, the year after, the year after that? Because you're very, you're a young guy. You're, what do you call, I'm older than you, but you're a young guy in your 20s. You got a lot of potential. You got a lot of life. When do we see a Billboard song getting up on the charts? And which song do you think would make that chart? So, I think, okay, I'll give myself maybe like, realistically five years, but it's going to happen next year. Yeah. Thank you, God. <laughs> but um, okay. as far as right now, yeah, I see maybe five years, I'll give myself five years, and I'm saying that, but next year, I do have a, a hit coming out, and I feel like that one can do billboard charts with a dance option too, but I feel like, a lot of these international artists can hop on it 
You'll love the vibe. It's a, it's a dancehall slash afro. Yeah. And I have another talented artist that's on there too, like Major Ben V, which is like a, he's more of an afro artist and an R&B artist. He does the same kind of fusion thing too. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that song, that song can bless. Mm-hmm. I feel like that song has a lot of potential. I mean, I have to make a little clean version though, because... <laughs> that's okay and li- li- okay and listeners yes just because if it's not clean there can still be a message so if you want to talk about juk 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 i'm pussy one two one two one two that's you know that there can still be a message out of it right lee people think music has to be rainbows pretty you know holding mm-hmm. hands and we all get along and you hug me i hug you no we we need to talk about life right lee yeah like facts we have to talk about realistic things like sometimes it, it might not be too cute to hear you know but <laughs> yeah yeah it, it's what people go through like the song basically that i'm describing is called like devotion mm-hmm. and it's like she loves me by mistake and she loves one to the you know, and I'm your tongue. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> that's basically about, you know, sex. So it's like it happens in real life. That's the type of activity that happens, and I know a lot of people do it. So. Yeah. Yeah. I had it last night. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> no, but it's the Woody's album. It's a, and listen, listeners, we can't be so afraid. Oh, they're only talking about sex all the time and R&B and hip-hop. It's only about this and dance hall. It's all about sex and it's nasty. But it's okay. But if you, what if you just like Leaf? What if you make a good song that's just about, you know, intimacy and you're feeling it but then your fans say ew who do you think you are you think you're trey songs or you think you're <laughs> elephant man or beat him on how do you respond to those types of backlashes lee when they say ew do you think you're trey songs do you think you're elephant man do you think you're beat him on how do you respond to that I'm like, no, I think I'm Ellie. <laughs> Lee, Ellie? Well, and... <laughs> I think I'm Lee, like, that's all, like, I'm only one person, and it's Lee. Yes, so. yeah, and it's okay, Lee, like you said, it's okay. So, I, Lee, I really want you to give a message to our listeners that might, you know, they're on board with you, some are undecided. What do you say to the ones that, I'm not sure, Donovan, I can get into this guy, because... If he's flip-flopping and what do you got? What do you say to the ones that are just not sure? Not the ones that don't like you, because the ones that don't like you don't even need to be listening to, to be honest with you. But what do you want to say to the ones that are not sure about your music still? Um, I like to just, you have to be patient. As a writer, like you're going to get better. I don't see an artist that sounds the same from when they first started until now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, just, strategically planning my releases in my personal opinion from worst to best so I feel like the quality gets better as I'm releasing and as it goes on so you just have to be patient with me and yeah you should get some bangers like I feel like once you once you go a whole year maybe next year even two years you're gonna hear something that you like from me Mm-hmm. Listeners, you're going to hear something. So Lee's saying, just be patient. It's a growing mm-hmm. pains. And Lee, you have a team, right? You have a team, right? 
No, I don't. Oh, so you're an independent artist. Yes, eh? That's okay. How do you feel about being an independent artist, or do you wish you had a team? I mean, yeah, I kind of wish I had a team, but um, I feel like I enjoy doing the small things. Like, sometimes I do the graphic designs and, like, the, the um, promo videos and their videos. Mm -hmm. it, it's kind of fun to me mm -hmm. to do all that kind of thing, but... um. Mm -hmm. I feel like it'd be better with a, you know, little push, but you just have to work a little harder. Okay, okay. And get it done. Okay, but you, okay, but the reason why I'm asking you this, because, okay, maybe we can get your feedback. Um, you know Chance the Rapper, of course, you know. Do you like Chance the Rapper, by the way? He's all right. Not one of my faves, but okay. yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> you know what? Lee said the truth. I said the truth. Chance the Rapper's not really one of my favorites either. But he <laughs> fired his manager by the... Actually, no, his manager's suing, actually, for, oh, wow. what do you call it, uh, lots of just unnecessary delays. She felt she didn't get recognized, I believe, for his album. Chance the Rapper has only had, what, two albums or one album? I don't even know, but, but that's to show you that I don't really keep in touch keep on him like that but my mm -hmm. question to you lee is okay do you think it's what about having like your mother or your brother as your manager what are your thoughts to that well i know you may not even have a brother but chance the rapper actually replaced his management with his father and his brother i believe or father and friend let's just say so what are your thoughts on that do you think family and business kind of work together or you think he probably should have stuck with the manager i feel like family and business can work together it depends on your relationship with your family and the kind of bond you guys have mm -hmm. um i definitely think it's more safe and secure to work with family mm -hmm. not saying family can't you know um, be envious, but it's just more safer. They have more, like, good intention. Mm -hmm. So, like, the chance is it's better to have your dad and your brother, like, that's, that's good. You grew up with them your whole life, but that's, like, that's blood right there, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's better than having someone that is kind of using you in a sense. It's, instead, it was more like they're, um, when they're working with their family, more like they're trying to elevate you to each far without having the little, like, you know, you have to give me this amount, give me this money, right? you know? Mm hmm or you have to or be more, yeah, there's more money hungry, I guess. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But the manager is suing for lots of damages, I believe, for the album delay. I believe in two, you know, when he got married, what do you call it? The album was delayed, too. She's suing for little, like, menial things. I mean, to be honest right, with you. Petty. Yeah, that's petty. But she's she basically feels like Lee... Her acknowledgement, basically she wasn't acknowledged as a manager, why she's filing a lawsuit. She basically thinks, I worked for free. So, what do you call it? In my mind, let's say you, if you have a manager, would you, and I know you wouldn't do that, but what do you say to artists that do disrespect their managers and then they're left hanging and drying and then they got this big lawsuit hanging hanging around and they didn't even know. I didn't even know my manager felt that way. Well, I feel like um, if you're a bad artist or whatever in general, not like a bad artist like performance-wise, but mm -hmm. just being bad to your manager or whatever and you're actually loving them, from the kind of initial, then that's wrong. Mm -hmm. And obviously, you should give them what they deserve, you know? Mm -hmm. 
But if they haven't checked it up with you or even came to you any concerns, then they go see it and share it. That is a them problem. Like, that's, that's a little bit devious on their behalf. Like, they should have been more vocal about it. But definitely, uh, if, don't be a bad like artist. I feel like you have to be genuine. Do your thing. Pay, give credit with D. That's it. Just give credit with D. <laughs> By the way, Chance the Rapper, I mean, even though I think the lawsuit is so petty, I do agree with some because, okay, Chance the Rapper, let's be real, and I mean, well, and now you had a saved experience too where you're saved. Would you likely Chance the Preacher or Chance the Rapper? Which one do you like? Because remember, he's been reading his Bible, he's been getting to know the Lord. What are your thoughts to that? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, would I, you, do you like Chance the I, I Rapper or Chance the Preacher? <laughs> I think Chance the Rapper just flows better. Maybe I'm just like, not too used to that name. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. Chance the, the Preacher, like, that's what's about the whole, the whole thing. This whole, like, image. Yeah. In a sense. Mm-hmm. Well, he's oh. saved. <laughs> Are you saved? <laughs> he's a Christian. What do you know? So, I, I, okay. One of my point listeners I'm trying to make is the, the, the manager has some clear points. I mean, there's been a whole career of, you know, of... I feel I wasn't respected. Your album's been delayed. I've been flip-flopped back and forth all over the place. And then I find out you get saved. And then you want to change up your image. So I'm kind of left out, you know? And Lee, as Lee said, there are bad artists. And actually, we wouldn't call them bad. It's just sometimes people are just... What are they? They don't have proper business skills, right, Lee? Yeah. yeah, I would say that they don't have proper business skills, but in this case, I kind of see why the manager would, you know, pursue this further. I don't know if she's going to get anything out of this, to be honest with you, because, I mean, from the album that came out in 2016, I think it goes way back to almost five years ago, Lee. Do you think anything could come out of this, or you probably would just leave it alone if you were her? I'm going to get your money. Like, if you feel like you got snubbed, I, I do the same damn thing. If I, I feel that way, you know, I'll definitely try to get my coin because I know he's rich. <laughs> and, and I'm like, the main reason why he's there, so it's like, give me my money. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Get me my money. So Lee definitely yeah. agrees with her. I do see where she's coming from. Go get your money, girl. And Chance the Rapper, I mean, I don't know if you're going to put out more new music. I don't know if you're Chance the Rapper or I would say Chance the Preacher. I do like <laughs> Chance the Preacher better when you go. Because if you go get saved, you know, tamper around with the Lord, make sure you're talking about the Lord, Chance the Rapper, because there's still some singles you're doing that are not Christ-driven, as people would right. say. So, yeah. I mean, that's a different topic, but I wanted to get Lee's opinion. And Lee, are you ready for one more hot topic that I'm ready to ask you? This you might have a lot of lot to say. Do you know the hip female hip-hop artist Mulatto? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> now, 
listeners that don't know Mulatto, by the way, well, look at her name. That's just, uh, she's mixed. She's mixed with black and white, by the way, and from the South. You know that I'm a rich, real, real, real from the South. You know that song. Okay, so Lee, I, let's ask your opinion, and I can ask you because you and I are black people. She said colorism does not exist in the music industry. Now, you know, she denied it on Twitter. She got a whole bunch of backlash from her fans saying that. How could you say something like that? She said it doesn't exist. But then she clapped back on Twitter saying, I never said that. Does Mulatto have a point, Lee, you think? Or do you think she... I mean, you can't judge, but do you think you, she would strike you as the type to say this, or do you think it got misconstrued? I think it's a misinterpretation. Like, I, I definitely feel like she's just ignorant, mm-hmm. and she's not, like, ignorant does not mean you're cut. If you're ignorant on topic, it does not mean you're that, you know? So mm-hmm. someone can, like, let's say someone says, um, like, an Asian person, anybody just says nigga, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um... But they're not racist. They're just, they're not, like, they're ignorant. They, didn't, they don't know the effect that it has on black people, but they just say it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like she, she was very, like, um, ignorant on the whole, like, discussion of colorism. Mm-hmm. She didn't know. Mm-hmm. And uh, even in her videos, there's, like, a video, because it was dragging on Twitter, there's a video of her um, basically saying that I don't classify myself as black or white. Mm-hmm. I'm mixed. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And in a sense, that's, like, that's a little bit, you know? But I feel like she grew up as like she grew up as dad. We can't we can't even like talk about that. That's her life. That she wants to talk to herself as. But in a sense, I don't think she realizes that you know that when you say stuff like that, it just seems that you're not like proud to be black. You don't want to be black. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and like even when you're growing up, even as a lighter skin, like you, some people don't know that they have a privilege. You don't realize it at all. Like they don't know about the privilege. They just going along in life, you know? Yeah. And I don't, I feel like when, as we're in like a time and day, because she's a young artist, she's a very young artist. Mm-hmm. So in this time and day, everything's on the internet. Mm-hmm. Everybody learning now, everybody, like you, you're wrong or you're ignorant, someone will address you on it if you post victims. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a, it's like you're, more, like you're able to go look and search stuff. So I feel like even now she says she might change her name. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask you. Do you think she should change her name or just leave it as is? Because like you said, like, listen, and we talked about name earlier. Like people would say, well, Lee, why don't you change your name? Do you think she should change her name or is that who she is? I mean, like, that's what she wants you to describe herself. I mean, it's like, it's, it's, it's really up to him. But I feel like if it's, causing a ruckus like that and it's kind of like um like a racial thing and I, and especially in this time like the black lives movement and all that was going on the whole riot and blah blah, blah. i feel like it's it's a good move to do that but again there's a bigger population that does not care her fans the supporters they want they'll call him mulatto they want to call him mulatto they don't see anything else but mulatto mm-hmm. and her name has got her money has got her a lot of shit, so I don't see, like, I'm like both sides right now, because as I'm talking, I'm going to be contradicting myself, so I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the thing, though, is, Lee, the thing, though, is, okay, 
First of all, why would you even call yourself mulatto? First of all, because that in a way doesn't sit well. Like, okay, listeners who've listened to the show um, religiously, there was a name when I was reviewing a category, I think, for the BET Hip Hop Awards. There was an artist called White Trash Joe or something. Like, just certain names just don't really rub you the right way when you really hear, like, mulatto or white trash. Like, that's like Lee calling yourself. Can you imagine an artist named nigga? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's just some things I think, I don't think she should be calling herself. Well, if she feels, listen, if she, maybe she wants to embrace her mulatto side, her black and her half white side. I mean, okay, but to tell you the truth, American listeners that are listening, she is black. Let's keep it 100% real. She is black. Let's just be real. Let's call a spade what a spade is. She's black. I don't think this name, it just, okay, yeah, and I get what Lee is saying. I'm kind of split on this, too, because if it's, her fans are rocking with it, her fans are rocking with it. But Milano, let's be real. When you get into a fight in that club, you're no Milano. You a black woman. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So. And not at least, though, like, because, like you said, in the time now that we're in, Everything's on the internet, so there's no reason for your name to be something that's, you know, yeah, that destructive to everybody. Yeah, and it'll like, cause problems. Like, you know, it just makes people think, you know what I'm saying? It just makes people think, and her, they're not really... Their fans like it, like you've said, but there's just some fans that are thinking, God, girl, don't you have another name? Sorry to use your name in vain, Lord. Don't you, couldn't you come up with another name, like sweetie bird or something or you know or like um cookie what about cookie could she call herself cookie lee or or do you think that's degrading oh cookie oh yeah but empire remember we can't the you know based on a character could you call her cookie like if there was another name for mulatto what would you give her cookie or or snail i mean like cookies and cream Cookies are cream. Oh, well, then again, you see, well, okay, back to our point. It goes back to her race. So then I do see what Lee is saying, because if you're calling yourself that, it makes me question, are you even proud of yourself? Well, maybe she, again, she could be proud to be a mulatto girl, but... I just think I'm so splitly that it could be an all-day discussion. I'm trying to see where. But, Lee, to wrap it up, though, do you think colorism does exist in the music industry or no? A lot. It's so active. It's scary. Like, I'll even see, like, especially, like, the females. Even the males, their their face and everything being altered in photos. They're, They're wearing makeup that's, like, very much lighter than their skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and they have photographers editing photos there's also women in videos and more now they're including it now because of the movie because it's a trend to include black lives now mm-hmm. but before it's just like even it's still actively happening now but it's just the way you get treated and everything like people like lighter skin is going to be viewed on TV more you have more opportunities you have more roles mm-hmm. and they're because as they're more appealing to the European audience so, 
Mm-hmm. And like a lot of people get like a lot of people are bleaching their skin as well. Like a lot of people bleaching their skin, especially in Africa, the Caribbean, and on Asia too. Like people are, are bleaching their skin. People in the industry are bleaching their skin like crazy to fit into the the look that they want. So colorism definitely exists. It definitely definitely exists in the industry like very very badly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, what if people yeah. say that's in America only? What would you say? Because in Canada, it, it does exist. Racism does exist. I know there are probably some listeners that feel, well, no, it's more prevalent in America than in Canada. What are your thoughts to that? Wait, sorry, can you do that? <laughs> sorry. No, what people say, well, it's more prevalent. The racism card is more prevalent in America than Canada. They could say the same mm-hmm. thing about colorism, that it's more prevalent in America than Canada. So I, I think it's like, it's both. It's both, it's both for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, the main media outlet is American, so most of the people, most of the things you see is this American outlet and whatever the case is. But colorism is the same thing here when it comes to even like, um, let me try to think of um, artists. <laughs> Can't think of an artist on the top of my head right now. But okay, so here's it's the definitely issue. active. Oh, you have that artist? Who's the artist? Oh, no, no, no. I said it's definitely active. Okay. They call it, call it, call well, it actors, yes. But for example, Kelly Rowland. Let's do from Destiny's Child. You see how darker Lee, when you, Lee remembers Destiny's Child. He just said earlier. <laughs> When you look at Kelly Rowland today, don't you see there's a lightening of the skin somewhere, Lee? When you go back, you're thinking, wow, Kelly looked real darker. And then they start to lighten the skin. What do you call lighten the skin? Because they're trying to fit with that lighter skin audience. And then, too, like you said, the TV industry's crazy with colorism, like we were talking about, where they want a lighter skin, or what do you call someone like me, somebody like Lee, or even lighter. Now it's lighter, or half, or like a mulatto, or even almost white. You know what I'm saying, Lee? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But with Kelly Rowland, you see, there's there's an example. Look how light she's gotten over the years. You know, I actually haven't, like, I thought she was, like, still melanated. Like, I didn't even know. <laughs> well, if you look back, I didn't even notice. But... If you look back in the day she started Destiny's Child, she was a lot mm. darker. And then, for, okay, she still got that brown melanin in her, but you know there was some little bit of, you know a lot of them are using bleach, those darker skin. Are oh, no, using for bleach. sure. You know that. And even to fit yeah. into the music industry, they are. Some people say, Lee, what are your thoughts? Maybe some people say Mario would have been in Chris Brown's position if he was lighter. What do you think of that? The R&B singer Mario. I feel like, yeah, that could be true to be honest, because they definitely, like, Chris Brown was definitely pushed, and it was more like his look type of thing. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I believe that. Uh, even like the, the example of Destiny Child, like, um, even though, like, Beyonce is like by far really, really talented and everything she does, Kelly can keep up to par with her. They're both in the same, like, like they're like side by side. Choreography, they can, they can sing, they can dance, they have vocals, they can hit notes. Um, but Beyonce is Beyonce and Kelly is Kelly, where she's at and where Beyonce is at, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Kelly Rowland and Kelly Rowland, congratulations to your second child. She's expecting to receive a second child, Kelly Rowland. Okay. So what do you got? But she, as Lee said, she's still beautiful. So people don't have to fit in with the industry, right, Lee? They don't have to bleach their skin. Colorism, again, as we both said, colorism, racism, they do exist in the music industry. They exist within our own people, too, even our own being prejudiced to our own. Oh, you're not, you're dark skin. Oh, I don't deal with dark skin, girl. Lee, what do you think when an artist or people say that? I don't deal with dark skin girls. I like light skin girls. What's your thoughts to that? I, I mean, I see this kind of like culture, but you can't really um, judge someone for like their preference. Like, it's just, I feel like you grew up in a very, very, very uh, evil system where it's like we were made to hate each other and hate the way they look. So I don't, you can't blame someone for kind of saying that they don't like light skin girls. They just like light skin girls. Mm-hmm. But in general, it, it is it's self-hatred. It is, um, in a sense, colorism. You know, that's a colorist person. But sometimes it's a preference. Sometimes maybe they just don't like it. It depends what they, they have to bring. To, like when they mention dark-skinned women, the reason why they don't like them is it's because of African, like um, African, um, it's because they have African futures. Mm-hmm. Or they try to label it in a very stereotypical way, as in like dark-skinned more aggressive or some kind of stupidness, then that's another issue. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you just like, like, I like ice cream it could just be like ice cream girls, you just don't like ice cream girls. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't really like, like, I like white girls, but I don't like white girls like that. Well, that's it's okay. not, <laughs> that, you know, I like, I like, you know, my black, my black girl then. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies, black ladies listening or anybody listening out there, you heard Lee. And it's okay. There's no, uh, Lee's right. It is a preference choice. You know, hey, the, you know, I see on the show, you know, sometimes some people like black women. Some people like white women. Some right. women like men. Some men like men. Some women like right. women. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it boils down, like you said, to a preference issue. But we shouldn't discriminate on people for their skin or what their choices or their preference. Right, Lee? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. 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 So, Lee, why didn't you throw out your singles again and throw a quick message? That was an interesting conversation on colorism, was it, Lee? Right, right. It was actually. <laughs> and, yes. quickly, and quickly to the listeners, what do you say to them if they have that attitude? Oh, you just gotta just. You have the whole internet. Read about it. Like, gain knowledge. Come less ignorant. <laughs> learn, you gotta learn. And time can change and knowledge can change you. Yeah, just, just open books, read. Learn <laughs> about these things, man. It's all it's all around us. It's actors. There's no reason to be in 2020 and have that kind of attitude. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
All right, Lee, to you and listeners, we're not accusing you because, you know, there's some listeners that might not be open minded. So Lee had to remind you, read, educate yourself. <laughs> All right, so Lee, re-throw out your singles again. All right, so um, I have a single called Why Does It Hurt by, you know, L-E-E, and it's available on all platforms. And I also have um, Wagwan, again, available on all platforms, and it's featuring artists like DM61 and, and Tuggy. And um, I have uh, my latest single called Give Up, which is also featuring another artist named Sean Caps, and available on all platforms. Under the name L dot E dot E. Okay, okay. Do you want to throw a quick message to us in closing? Yes. Um, for anybody who's in music or education, as I started, I feel like it's even now, it's like it's, it's a lot of work and it's tough. And sometimes I'm like, do I really want to do this? Because it's not really putting money in my pocket. But if you are talented and you keep doing a creative art, you you shouldn't make it if you put in the effort. And I know I haven't made it, and I'm not that, at, at that effort yet, but it's also because I want to give up, but there's no point of putting talent to waste. Mm-hmm. So keep doing your thing. Any artist out there, keep doing your thing. And connect. Always network. Mm-hmm. Don't be a hater. Network. But network, that is beautiful to network because you can open so much opportunities. You can all build each other's platforms and just rise to the top. Mm. So one thing is network and yeah, you're gonna be hearing a lot of music from me. Twenty twenty one is gonna be music videos. There's gonna be a lot of things coming. I'm gonna start my YouTube channel, what you can tell me to tune in. And um follow me on Instagram, Mangarangi Lee. Um M A N S A R E H U N G R Y and L E E. So Mangarangi Lee on Instagram. All right. And, all right. Hey, it's so good to get to know you, man. You're a friend of the show already. Right, right. Thank you, man. And we made this happen, right? Because I know you and I, you know, and Lee, you had a concert today. So I was getting on Lee before, listeners. I'm like, Lee, next time, Lee said five minutes. And then I'm waiting, scared. You know what I'm saying? But I'm <laughs> glad Lee called in. I was so, because listeners, this is like overdue, two to three months. And then I'm like, Lee, I didn't give up. I'm like, Lee, come on, please, man. And he said, okay. I said, are you punking me, Lee? Do you want to be on the show? He's like, no, brother. I've been sick. I've been sick. He's dealing with the flu. But Lee, I really hope you take care of yourself. You get much better because I know you're trying now to get back out there because I know you were sick with the flu for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But thank take, you, thank you, thank you. But take care of yourself. Uh, listeners, if you want to reach me, Donovan, D-O-N-O-V-A-N-L-A-C-R-O-X-I at gmail.com. Tell me what you like. Tell me you want Lee on the show. He's a friend. He'll be back on our show when he promotes his project. And we'll get to know him from there. Lee, thank you so much.